0: People are the weakest link in any cybersecurity plan. We're distracted, exhausted, and often unmotivated. It's time to change the approach used to protect our businesses, technology, identity, and data. The human element has to be front and center in a war against data breaches and ransomware attacks. It's time to educate. Welcome to the Human Element podcast. Visit our website at thehumanelement.net for more content to help you strengthen your awareness of the people problem in cybersecurity. I am Scott Gumbar, owner of Nwag Tech, a client-focused, security-minded, proactive IT service provider. Welcome to episode five, all your passwords are belong to us. All right, anyone who knows me knows that I talk about passwords all the time. And, uh, you know, just today, before I recorded this podcast, this episode, I was helping someone with their passwords. They had a, I think it was seven, seven or eight character password, one uppercase letter, the rest were lowercase or numbers. Fairly easy to crack with the right software. It was pretty random, but it was still, you know, a short word and some, some numbers and we changed it to a much more complex password. Using a password generator, and more characters, uppercase, lowercase, numbers, and um, special characters. And this is so I've I've preached this so many times to so many people. Uh, people probably get tired of hearing me now talk about it. Um, but it's important because until we move to passwordless logins everywhere, and you're, you're starting to see some of that now with. Microsoft is rolling it out, and maybe a few other applications are rolling out passwordless logins. So instead of using a password, you know, Microsoft finds another way to verify you, usually through through the Microsoft Authenticator, and then you approve the login that way. Um, but until we move completely to passwordless, the password problem continues to be, well, a problem, to put it bluntly. And I get reminded again why I always talk about it. Um, sometime last year, I met with a lawyer for the first time, and it was a lawyer that was separating from a law firm of multiple lawyers. I don't remember. I don't know how big the law firm was, but it was multiple lawyers. They had, you know, email Microsoft three sixty five already set up through another CSP, which is a a um, essentially somebody that offers micro, Microsoft three sixty five through their own business. So I am a CSP. I offer Microsoft 365 to my clients and I purchase it for them. I manage it for them. So they had one already, actually fairly well known one. Um, and he was keeping the account. So they were keeping the domain. He was keeping his account, even though the law firm was breaking up and he needed help with something. And I think it was setting up, he he wanted help setting up his email account. He had an Android tablet. Tablet. It was an older tablet. Um, I don't remember what it was, but it was an older tablet. So, you know, of course, I helped him. And so while I'm setting it up, uh, he says, well, here's my password. And his password was literally password with an uppercase P and an at instead of an A. And that was his password for his email account. And this is a lawyer. And then we wonder why people get breached all the time because we're using easy passwords. And if you listen to some of the previous podcasts or read some of the previous blog posts on the site, you'll see where somebody gained access to an email account and then inserted themselves into a conversation was able to trick someone into sending a large amount of money to another, to, to the wrong account. And that's because of weak passwords. This happened, um, at least twice to someone I know one in case it was, a it's blogged on the website on the humanelement.net where we talk about how a painter's deposit was routed to the wrong person because the homeowner was email account was compromised because of a weak password and this happened to someone i know with amazon They they tricked someone i know into sending ultimately sending two thousand dollars worth of amazon gift certificates to to uh or purchase $2,000 worth of Amazon gift certificates and send it to someone to verify their account, that's not how Amazon does things. But it started with an email compromise because of a weak password. And when I see the passwords that get used, even some of the passwords that get generated by applications, it's, it's uh, they're very weak passwords. Well, so now we have this hack that occurred. I'm, I'm, I'm using the word hack with air quotes because... I don't even know if you can call it a hack because it wasn't that complicated to see. It's not hard to see how the, the attackers got in because it is NVIDIA and a list of the passwords that were used were released to the world. So the whole world knows what some of those passwords are now. And I'm just going to give you the top 10. Okay. The first one is NVIDIA. Do not use the password for the company you own or work for in a password. Don't use that as a part of your password. Don't use it as the password, literally NVIDIA with all lowercase was the password, the number one password in this breach. That's just silly. Don't use it. And along with that, don't use, you know, personal items like kids' names, pets' names, birth dates, things like that. Wife's names, husband's names. Don't use those things. The second one was NVIDIA 3D. Not much of a stretch from the first one. Third one was Mellanox, M-E-L-L-A-N-O-X. Fourth one was Ready 2WRK, the number 2 WRK, Ready to Work. The fifth one, Welcome. It's going to get guessed, so uh, I'll stop here at number 5, and I'll tell you a story about... One time I worked for a cable company and they rolled out all these new modems that everybody gets now, the new modems with the Wi-Fi built in. The Wi-Fi routers are built in, so now you have Wi-Fi in your house without having to purchase a separate router. Uh, I'm not in favor of these modems, but nonetheless, they're out there. And when they first rolled it out, you know, they said, well, people will be able to connect to guest Wi-Fi through these modems. Nobody's going to be able to guess the Management password, the admin password for the modem, so that they can't do anything to mess with the Wi-Fi. Well, guess what? I figured out in under five minutes, and it was because they used, and I don't remember what it was now, but they used a a an internal word, um, an internal branding name for the admin login. So let's say, you know, the company was Nvidia. Let's say it was in watchtech they used proactive IT, which is what we promote, proactive IT. They used proactive IT as the password. And that's just, you're just asking for trouble because even though it's an internal term for the branding, it wasn't one that wasn't known by the rest of the world. People knew what it was, people knew what the branding term was, whatever it was at the time. <clears throat> so, not a good idea. Welcome is one of those words that. The attackers are going, you can guess. You don't even need password-cracking software to figure it out. You can guess it, and and there's a chance you might get it right. A lot of people use welcome as a password. Number six, password. The word password, all lowercase. Promise you it will get tried, whether it's through software. Um, it's, it's on dictionary lists, so it will get tried. And, um, you know, it's going to get cracked every time in a matter of seconds. I would have guessed it even without software, even without the, the, uh, password cracking software that exists and dictionary lists that's out there and all these things you can get for free, by the way. Um, I would have guessed password and I would have been right. Number seven, my Nvidia 3d, not a stretch from number two put the word my in front of it. Number eight, NVDA. First of all, four letter password, big mistake. There are are graphs out there that show you how long it takes a password based on just the length. And, um, they don't go as low as four, but I think a six character password takes less than a couple of seconds to crack with today's compute power. Um, so you can imagine four with only letters, how long it would take. Only lowercase letters. Number nine, QWERTY. If you know what that is, you're you're a typer, you're a person who knows how to type using the home keys with all your fingers. You know what QWERTY is. It's the first six letters on the keyboard on the top row. Q-W-E-R-T-Y. So when they refer to the keyboard, the modern keyboard we all use, it's referred to as a QWERTY keyboard. And number 10 was September. I don't know what the significance of September is to NVIDIA, but again, an easy password to crack. Um, There are companies, there are users that will just change their password to the month that they changed it. So in other words, if I change my password in September, I change the password to September. And in this way, I'm less likely to forget it. So now you're probably thinking, all right, so I know this already, I'm not supposed to use weak passwords. Why does this happen? It happens because people, this podcast is the human element. We talk about the people component of data breaches. This breach happened because of people. People used weak passwords. I would venture that NVIDIA does have a password policy, obviously not being enforced if one of them is NVDA, but they probably do have a password policy that their employees signed and said, this is what you need to do. For your passwords your passwords need to be a certain length they you can't reuse them you can't do this you can't do that you need to do this you need to do that and for some reason it wasn't getting enforced through technology um so in other words if you authenticate to active directory within an, a business environment a commercial environment of the size of nvidia size there's a good chance to use an active directory somewhere and if you're authenticating to active Directory, you can set up Active Directory to enforce certain password lengths and complexities and um, ensure that passwords like NVDA don't get used. Now, I don't know if NVDA was an Active Directory password or an application password. I don't know. Because sometimes what happens is you're developing applications in-house and the developer doesn't want a complex password. They just want to use something that gets them in and out quickly. And so, and, and there's always, you know, there's those famous arguments between developers and security operations and IT. So, but, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. So, what happens is people say, I, so I'll just use that as, as the example, the developer. Developer is there to create applications, um, make things happen, develop whatever it is, web applications, internal applications, line of business applications, whatever it may be. And so he's the developer. He or she doesn't want to waste time in putting long, complex passwords every time, although there are ways to, to, um, mitigate that. And I'll get to that in a moment. So he uses he or she uses a short password NVDA, to get in and out quickly. And may reuse this password across multiple platforms and multiple logins throughout his business and who knows, maybe even his personal life. We don't know. Maybe the person that used welcome uses welcome everywhere they go as their password. Cause it's easy to remember. And so that's what happens as humans. We want something that's easy. doesn't take us a lot of time. Doesn't take us a lot of brain power to utilize in this case, NVDA or password or welcome or whatever the password or Nvidia. Those are easy to remember. I'm not going to forget it. I can reuse it because it's easy to remember. And so that's what I do. I reuse it everywhere I can reuse it. And my life is simpler now. You know, last week we talked about the high cost of convenience, sending money instantly. It's convenient. It's fast. It's easy. That's why people use it. Well, that's why people do this with passwords. It's easy. It's fast. It's convenient. I don't have to remember a lot of passwords. I don't need to use a password manager, which I'm going to get to in a moment. That's why people do it. They're not in most cases they're not being malicious they're just for lack of a better word, they're being lazy so what can you do? How do you prevent something like this happening? well first of all, most tools today don't allow for shorter passwords uh, most applications that is um if the application does allow for shorter passwords, then you need to um change that. That needs to get fixed. You cannot develop apps that allow for short passwords. That's just not not a good plan. I'm not going to talk about Active Directory here because if you use Active Directory, chances are you know that there's ways to enforce strong passwords in certain password policies like you have to change it every 45 days or whatever it may be. Um, hopefully you're doing that. You may not be. I don't know, but hopefully you are whatever the application is, you need to enforce strong passwords, strong passwords mean passwords are not getting reused. They use uppercase, lowercase numbers and alpha, um, sorry, uppercase, lowercase numbers and special characters, alphanumeric and special characters. Um, and you should set a minimum length. I think most applications say, say eight, my personal minimum length is 20. Um, that may not be comfortable for some businesses. I don't know. I would say no less than 12. And that is because there is software out there that can crack anything less than 12 in a short period of time. And with the compute power that's available to the public getting stronger and stronger every day, I would not encourage anything less than 12. And again, I would say 20 as a minimum. In my business, it's 20. Do not reuse use complex passwords. Again, that's alpha in America, uppercase, lowercase numbers, plus special characters. Um, use multi-factor or two-factor authentication everywhere. Yes, I understand that there's ways to around that. And we've talked about some of those, one of those being do not keep um, accounts that aren't being used enabled. So disable the account so nobody can log in with that account. And so that's some, that's one way that multi-factor authentication is being circumvented now for some businesses as they leave an account, um, that's not active enabled on the system. So somebody figures out the password, logs in, um, two factor authentication is not turned on because it's not an, an active account. And the next thing you know, they're roaming around in your network. Don't use anything in your passwords that might lead them back to you. So in other words, don't use birthdays, spouse names, children's names, pets names, work name. I wouldn't, there are two schools of thoughts when it comes to passwords. I don't use words. There are no words in my passwords. But there is a school of thought that says, you know, use song lyrics, movie quotes, things like that. And then change some of the letters to numbers and make some of the letters uppercase. And that's all well and good. There's no way you're going to remember either one, my method or that method. So the next um, suggestion, strong suggestion, is use a password manager. I um, don't have one that I'm that I'm. You know, I don't. I don't represent any company when it comes to password manager. I'm not a sponsor of any password manager at all. The two that I have that I'm most familiar with are LastPass and keeper and they're both very well known and both uh, do their job very well i get the concerns with password managers i've been using one of those two for years and i've never had an issue never had an issue um and then you only have to remember one password make that one password that movie quote or or song lyric or whatever it is and then you have your way into all of your passwords but nobody else does and of course set up multi-factor authentication on that password manager so those are some of the tips to manage your passwords again complex passwords uh, multi-factor authentication and a password manager there is no evidence i know some companies will say change your password every 30 days or 45 days or whatever there's no evidence that supports that doing that will decrease the opportunity to crack your password Um, what it does do though, is if somebody already has guessed your password and is lurking around on your network, on your computer, it kicks them off because you've changed the password. So that would be the theory behind why changing the password is a good idea. Um, but if they've already figured it out and already on your network, chances are they've already got a backdoor in. So changing the password isn't going to do anything to stop that now anyway. Um, so... That's it, NVIDIA, Big Breach, because of very weak passwords. Um, Hopefully you got something from that. It is because people don't want to be bothered with having to enter in 20-character passwords with uppercase, lowercase numbers and letters, numbers and special characters. Simple solution is get a password manager. Until next time, remain vigilant.